0: Hey everybody, this is Luis, and you're listening to the Ordinary Yogi Podcast. I'm a yoga and meditation instructor that happens to cuss and at times be wildly inappropriate. On this show, I break down the woo-woo teachings of yoga and connect them to the real world. My goal is to show you that you don't have to live or look a certain way for yoga to affect you physically, spiritually, and mentally. You can be an ordinary yogi just like me. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Ordinary Yogi Podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about karma. And I'm not talking about the one that dances on the stripper pole down the street. I'm talking about karma, action, reaction, what goes around, comes around, karma. Uh, I wanted to bring this up because, you know, there's a lot of misconceptions as what is karma? And that's kind of what I'm going to be answering. What is karma? Also going to go into how that affects us and what we can do to possibly change our karma. Because behind all this woo-woo, you know, thousands of years old yoga philosophy, there's so much valuable life lessons. And I mentioned it on the podcast before this one or a while before this one that, you know, this shit is is thousands of years old. So if it were hocus-pocus, if it were some bullshit, people probably would stop doing it, right? Probably wouldn't be doing it for um, as much time as it has been being done. Uh, so what the biggest rock I want you to take away from this episode is that karma is not something that happens to us, but rather something that happens through us. And we have a huge part in our karma. And so it brings me up to, you know what is karma? So simply put, it is action and reaction. And just like a tool, it's not necessarily good or bad. But depending on what we use it for, right, can be used for building something or tearing something down. It is the weight of our decisions that we carry throughout our life and maybe even the next life if you believe in that sort of thing. So it's also, you know, it's a part of our past. It's also the environment that we grew up in also has a karmic effect on how we carry ourselves through life. It's the choices of the past that which affect the present, which affect the future, right? It's the memories that create these patterns. Again, the weight of all of our decisions, all of our upbringing, all of our perspective, it comes into karma. And like I said, when there's an action, when there's a pattern, there's going to be a reaction, and that's what karma is. The whole balancing of fucking everything on a macro level. So how does this affect us? So we have to think about something called karmic software. So our software, our minds, the way we behave, all those soft things are changed and affected by our karma. Right? How we see things, how we react to things are all based on things of our past, things of a past life, Right? the way we were brought up, all this stuff, again, all that weight that goes and carries us throughout this whole life. I was listening to a podcast the other day, and this guy was talking about how past affects, you know, our relationships now. And one thing he he said is, you know, talking about memories and how not only our mind stores memories, but also our body also stores memories. And growing up, he had an abusive dad. And whenever he would see his dad's car pull up to the driveway, he would get very, very tense because he fucking he knew what was coming. Fast forward to now, he's an adult male, and he saw that same car driving up, pulling up into his driveway, and his body tensed up. Right, that's an example of how karma, or the weight of our karma, carries us, carries through our life, and how it can we it affects how we react to certain things. Same podcast, he and his wife are having a bad time, and you know he talked about how his father interacted with his mother. And when he noticed those patterns, again, talking about karma in our environment, he started taking those same patterns and habits and applying them to his marriage now, which of course caused a lot of issues and a lot of friction, but it took him identifying like, Oh shit, this is all things that I'm carrying on. And again, this is a really great example that, you know, we're getting to like therapy type stuff, like our past and how it affects and everything, But, Again, you know, if we look back, maybe this is what you know karma is. It's just like looking at therapy at a certain point, right? We're looking at all the past and how it affects everything now, um, and whether you believe in in past lives or future lives, right? If you really dig into the karma and all that sort of stuff, it's these are the weight of things that we take on to through multiple births, um, if you believe in reincarnation. But even if you don't, right, you can still admit that something I do now is going to affect me down the line later, right? The karma of me fucking staying up super late at night, that action is going to have a reaction, which is going to be, I'm going to be really struggling tomorrow to get up for work, right? Let's put it really, really, really simply on that point. So what can we do about this stuff? So in the Bhagavad Gita, oh man, I used to say it so well, Bhagavad Gita, Jesus Christ, uh, there's a lot of approaches to liberation, you know, liberating our, our, our self, our true self. But of all of them, the most practical is what is called karma yoga. And what karma yoga is, it's selfless action. And this is, as easy as it sounds, it's very, very difficult. Because when we act, we do so most of the time out of a desire to get a certain outcome, right? Even you know, being in the military, member, we, uh, what should I say? We're highly encouraged to to volunteer for certain things, right? It's part of our annual evaluation, and we sometimes, I'll, I'll fuck. Sometimes I'll be honest with you. I just do it to click, to check the box. I did my volunteer thing. I did what I needed to do. Uh, but see, when you approach it that way, it's a desire. is to just fill this thing. That's not karmic yoga. So it is service without any expectation to anything, right? Not trying to get any fruits out of it, not trying to get a fucking LinkedIn connect or anything like that. It is selfless action, doing good for the sake of doing. And you have to surrender absolutely everything in the ego to get there. And again, it's it's difficult. And what makes it a little bit easier is if you're doing it within your dharma or your purpose. And we all have very different roles in our lives. You know, I'm a military member, I'm a husband, I'm a father. All these things can be, you know, and our dharma can change. Our purpose can change from day to day, from act to act. And for me, uh, what's most clear and cut is serving as a husband and a father, right? Because those things never change. No matter what I have on, no matter what time of day, no matter anything that's going on in my life i am always going to be a husband and a father i say that you know luckily hopefully um so when i think of serving my my wife and my child to me that's karmic action because i do it out of love i do it to serve them because i'm devoted to them to be to serve my role to the best fucking capability that i possibly can and that is karmic yoga Sometimes you might just, you know, this podcast is also could be another thing in karmic yoga, right? I do it, I mean, nah, well, I like to think I don't do it for the the attention and downloads. My piece of me probably does. I like fucking my, hearing my own voice. But I really love the process of getting on here, getting on the microphone. And I just do it because it's fun to do and for the joy of it. And to me, that's, that could fall into karmic yoga. But you got to find something or start doing your actions without any sort of attachment to any outcome that you may or may not have. That is karmic yoga, and I think you know, volunteering your time, doing whatever, find something that really, really strikes a chord with you, and you can do this karmic yoga, and it's going to start kind of building this nice thing, this nice uh, store of good karma for you, and through to carry through your life. And you know, as I say it out loud, it just makes sense, right? If you don't believe in karma and fucking all this sort of woo-woo stuff, you can also admit that when you do good just for the sake of doing good, you feel fucking pretty good about it. You feel pretty good. You're like, man, I did something right today. And you carry that throughout the day or however long it lasts, right? You got to admit that. So let's get on the karmic yoga bandwagon. Another thing we can do, of course, is meditation, right? Meditation is a great way to start asking questions and start thinking, what is the true self? What is is the ego? And you can start really dissecting or at least building an awareness to all of your actions and your reactions to what you're doing. Uh, for example, if, I, if I'm if i in a bad mood, right, and I come home and the dishes aren't done, I could possibly fucking fly off the handle for for something that's super, super small, right? It takes fucking five minutes to wash the dishes. But if I carry that karma, that bad from whatever came up and I'm not aware of it, if I start acting i start building these patterns if i'm in a shitty mood and i just continue to be in a shitty mood it's going to affect everybody around me so i just need to have a little bit of pause build an awareness maybe have a meditation take a few deep breaths before i get home to unload from the day um but that definitely helps right identifying the self and separating the ego and all that sort of stuff it's also mentioned that yoga the goal of yoga again is to get rid of these mental fluctuations and through meditation, through yoga practices, we can free ourselves of the tint from our memories, things that happened in the past, that karma that we're carrying with us now. And rather than our memories using us, we get to use our memories in service of good karma, right? We can start to be aware and use those things to serve others rather than letting the the memories drive us to acting and reacting to things that are still probably stored within us that we're carrying around. The last thing you can do is change the environment or or clean it up a little bit. And This falls into one of the niyamas, which is uh, saucha, cleanliness. Cleanliness is of our space. I think I can feel, and this isn't, I don't know if this is accurate or not, but I feel like our stuff can also carry some karma, right? It carries memories, and that's what I mean by karma. It reminds us of certain things. Maybe, you know, past relationships, maybe better other times in our lives. And sometimes those things are good. Sometimes those things aren't so great. But if we look at our space and try to clear it up and clear out the clutter, not only does having a clear space allow us to have a clear mind, but we can probably rid ourselves of a few things that maybe aren't serving us so well when we look at them. Also, our words, right? Our words carry a lot of powers. I've mentioned many times on this podcast. We can change our environment that way and being very careful and mindful of the language you use for other towards other people or, more importantly, towards ourselves. The last thing we can change is our company, right? Our friends or so-called friends or frenemies, whatever. Uh, the company we keep is, is very important, right? They say the you're the average of the five closest people you have. So their karma, right, as far as our environment, the people we take in and bring into our lives does affect us as well. All that energy, just like an action reaction, all melds together. And we need to really start distinguishing, are these relationships pushing me in the right direction? Are they supporting me? Or am I just doing it out of convenience, right? Because, you know, Joe lives next to me, so I'm going to be friends with him, even though I may not totally agree with the way he likes to live and being around him doesn't make me feel like great. But hey, I got a buddy that live next door. So start asking yourself those those tough questions and maybe you need to change your environment in that aspect. That is all I really have this week. It's going to be a short episode, but I know karma so it's, it's an important thing. Right? Life lessons. It's really just about to me anyway. It's about the the choices and the weight of our choices that we make and knowing that just because just because it's a decision does not mean it's going to not everything affects everything. It's action, reaction. It's going to affect us down the line one way or another, right? You can choose your suffering now or choose it later. All this stuff weighs in, the way we talk to other people, the way all these things are put on a scale sort of to say in the, you know, karmic perspective, we're going to carry it forward or whatever into its future lives. I'm kind of rambling on, but just the key takeaways are your karma is yours and you have the ability to change it again through, you know, karmic yoga, through meditation, through slight changes of our environment or our habits and how we store or what kind of karma we store is ultimately up to us. So that's what I will leave you with this week. I appreciate you all listening. If you liked this episode, share it with somebody. If you hated this episode, let me know. I would like to hear your opinion on it. If you have any ideas for future episodes, please send me a message on Instagram or send me an email. Uh, like, subscribe, all that sort of stuff. And I will talk to you all next week.